Welcome back for another edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. I'm Spencer Turkin alongside Joe Serrera, and it's the extra week of the football regular season due to Hurricane Michael. We have extended out the regular season. The playoffs will begin next week, and in a lot of these playoff races, it has come down to this week. Still a lot of unknown some tremendous swings that can take place depending on a win or a loss here or there. Joe, there's just a lot going on. Let's start, though, with number nine Ragsdale and number three Page in our polls. That game will be played tonight uh, over at Marion Kirby Stadium. You'll be over there. Uh, two teams in the Metro 4A that we believe will both make the playoffs. This is one of those things, though, that Ragsdale could pull off the upset and open up a, a whole whirlwind at the top of the conference. Yeah, uh, Page is 3-0 and going in. You've got Ragsdale at 2-1 and right now. You've got Grimsley already at 3-1. and Page wins. It, it, it sorts itself out. Page wins the conference. Grimsley is the number two seed from the conference. Ragsdale is the number three. They're all in. However, Ragsdale wins. you got a three-way tie. You draw for one, two, and three in terms of where their order for seeding, but they would all be seeded as conference champions. But they would they would drop them in in whatever order the the blind draw is of that. So a lot of things can happen. You know, Page still kind of trying to recover from the forfeits they had earlier in the season. Three games for uh, using a couple or dressing a couple of ineligible, academically ineligible players. And then they dropped two of three to two two pretty good teams from Forsyth County. Reagan, which was a tight game, and East Forsyth, which looks like uh, this might be the year that the Eagles make, make a real run at the 4A state championship. But, you know, Page needs to win this game. Uh, if they do, they could end up with a bye in the first round. They could be a four seed in 4A West and you know, have, have an easier go of it. Ragsdale is in either way, but both teams have had a week off to prepare for this game. And that, that could make this interesting. I think Page's interest in the reason for doing that might very well have been if they win this game, they don't want to be off for two weeks. You know, if they had played last week, because some of the four A teams will get a bye, but uh, a very interesting game, a very interesting matchup. Last year, Ragsdale went into this game at three and zero in the conference and had a shot and finished second. So, uh, you're going to have three teams from the Metro four A in. It's just going to be a matter of what order they go in. And you know, I think Page's defense to me will probably be the difference in this game. I don't know if Ragsdale's offense against that defense can score enough points without help. And when I, when I say help, turnovers bad penalties, things like that, could give Ragsdale a shot. Uh, the next game we want to talk about is Person at number 6, Northern Guilford. Eric Westberg's ball club is into the playoffs. Uh, this game, really uh, a chance for the Nighthawks to kind of sharpen their skills as they head into the 3A playoffs. Yeah, they're, they're going to finish third in that conference, uh, barring anything really bizarre. Uh, lost two tight games to Western Alamance last week, to Eastern Alamance a few weeks before that. Western is going to win the conference. Eastern is going to be second on, on tiebreakers pretty much regardless of what happens. But th- this has been a real, a really good year for Northern already. And they could they could win a playoff game or two depending on how the draw falls. Person is a team that they, that they should not have any trouble taking care of. And I think... This is a sign with some young players on that Northern team that this is going to be a program going forward over the next year or two that's going to start getting back to where they expect to be. 
Uh, the next game we need to talk about is just very briefly Cummings at number one Reedsville. Uh, Joe, Reedsville hasn't given up a point in conference play yet. Yeah, uh, two, <laughs> two years ago when it was in nine, uh, 2016 when Reedsville won its last title, it was a six-team conference, so they had five conference games, and they shut out the conference 333-0 to zero that year. This year, five-team conference, four games. Right now, 194 to nothing as they uh, prepare to host Cummings in a home game. Reedsville is going to be a number one seed in the 2A playoffs. And as we say almost every year, because the conference that they're in and they have no control over is not very good, we won't know really what they've got until about the third round of the playoffs, but they're a very young team. Sophomore quarterback uh, Kyle Pinnix, uh, Breon Pass, another very talented sophomore. If they don't have a great season in the playoffs this year, they will in the next year or two. All the pieces are there, and they've got a great coaching staff, and it's reasonable football. Uh, number 10, Northeast Guilford at Moorhead. It's uh, the second edition of the Earl Bates Bowl. Yeah, yeah, you know, he... Coach Bates started out at Moorhead as the head coach, had a, had a good run there his last year, had a, a, went three rounds into the playoffs, beat a very good Havelock team that year, went to Southern Guilford for a year, had another deep run there, and this is year two for him at Northeast Guilford. Uh, they've had some good wins this year, beat Eastern Alamance, but they got hammered by Northern Guilford earlier this year, and that's why they're right now looking like they can do no better than fourth in the conference in the Mid-State 3A. Moorhead is kind of on a bubble team, 3-3 three and three in the conference, 5-5 five and five overall. Moorhead pulls the upset in this game, and they're in the playoffs, don't have to worry about it. They drop this game, there's a, a good chance they'll still get in, but they're going to be sweating and, and, and worrying about other results. You don't want to put yourself in that position. Northeast did have a game on Monday, so that, that's going to factor here a little a little fatigue maybe in that one. Uh, that might give Moorhead a little bit of an edge, but Northeast is playing good football right now, so maybe the momentum helps. Uh, we need to quickly mention that High Point Christian is at Indian Trail Metrolina Christian uh, for the NCIS AA Division II semifinals, and that game will be played this evening. Yeah, uh, if High Point Christian can win this game, and I think they will. Uh, Metro Line Christian, I think, got seated ahead of High Point Christian because of one game where uh, High Point Christian lost 23-20 to Concord Cannon School where they had some players out for various reasons. If they win that game, I think you could flip the seeds for this and, and it wouldn't be any surprise. Uh, High Point Christian, uh, three of the last four years has been, if they if they make it, will have been in the state championship game three of the last four years. I think they're good enough to win Division Two this year. Division One last year was a little bit too big of a step up for them because of the number of kids on the teams at that level, the Charlotte Christians, the Charlotte Latins, the Country Days, the Providence Days of the world, they don't have the numbers to match up with them, but they're still a good football team, and I definitely see them winning this game and going on to the state championship game. And the game with probably the most on the line, uh, Bishop McGinnis hosting Winston-Salem Prep. Uh, a win and Bishop is in and most likely hosting a playoff game. A loss and the Villains... Might not even be in the playoffs. Yeah, they come in at two and two in the Northwest One A Conference, six and four overall. The two conference losses were uh, decisive to two pretty darn good football teams: Mount Airy, which is unbeaten, and, and a One A Power, and another One A Power East Surrey. Uh, those are the two conference losses. They're six and four overall, but their non-conference schedule does not help them in the Max Preps rankings. They really need to be the third place team from the Northwest One A, finish seven and four. Uh, 
the reason that they're on such a bubble is because of the change that the NCAA ISA made a couple of years ago, knocking NCHSAA. NCHSAA. Thank you. Thank you. The change that they made, cutting 4A, 4AA, and 1A, 1AA from 64 to 48 teams. Bishop will, if they're in the playoffs, they will be in 1A where they've been in 1AA in the past. Their enrollment has declined a little bit that way. But with that smaller field with 48 teams instead of 64, the teams that are kind of in that middle ground, third-place finishers, a lot can happen. And they really need to win this game. That would be a, a good achievement in uh, Drew Hackett's second season there. It's a program that uh, doesn't have great numbers, but they've had a good year already. Well, that'll do it for the final regular season edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk podcast. Make sure you follow along uh, all week and weekend long as we get ready to drop the playoff brackets. Uh, that will come in, I believe it'll happen Saturday. The initial brackets usually come out around noon, and then we'll have the finalized brackets as soon as the uh, playoff committees go ahead and finalize those up, and the coaches dispute whatever Max Preps problems they have, and I'm sure that there will be a few. So, bear with us. It is out of our control. We will get them up as soon as we can. We will be refreshing the page as many times as need be in order to get them to you first uh, in the area. So make sure you're following on Twitter at Turkin35 and at Joe Serrera NR, and of course online at hsextra.com. And we'll make sure we have those playoff brackets available to you as soon as they are finalized. You've been listening to the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast presented by Greensboro.com. <laughs>